Hello everybody, uh, my name is Associate Professor Peter Meliaris. I am an um, academic at Monash University and a physiotherapist. Um, I just wanted to, before I start this Talking Tendons podcast, just wanted to give a shout out to a couple of things going on. First of all, there's a conference at Queen Mary um, University, uh, University of London, which is in September, early September. And it's uh, organised by Dylan Morrissey and Nat Padilla and the crew there. So get on to that, have a look. That should be advertised soon. That should be really good. I'm going to be speaking, but there's a lot of other really good people speaking there. Uh, and I've also got some courses, Mastering Lower Limb Tendinopathy courses in the UK, September 4th, 5th and 6th in Glasgow, Manchester and London. So this Talking Tendons podcast is a bit of a... Uh, throwback to an old paper but a really good one it is um, uh, it is by uh, Farley et al and it was published in 1991 and the um, um, and the title is hopping frequency in humans a test of how springs set stride frequency in bouncing gates so it's one of the ones that really helped me to understand things like um, the importance of contact time and vertical stiffness um, and I just wanted to go through some of the key points, uh, but I definitely recommend have a read of the paper. Um, so basically, Farley likens um, uh, basically likens um, or makes an analogy to the spring-like action of the Achilles and a pogo stick. So if you ever jumped on a pogo stick, you'd know that it stores energy, then it releases it again, and um, uh, it's similar to the Achilles tendon, which also stores energy and releases it again. So I think that's a really good analogy. And they talk about that throughout the paper. Um, and he highlights that it's it's a really energy-saving mechanism. Um, I did do a Talking Tendons podcast on um, a Roberts, um, an old Roberts paper as well, not long ago, which also talks about stretch, shortened cycle, and energy storage. But it um, Farley highlights in this that 35% of energy um, during stride could be um, could be passive energy from the Achilles tendon, which is massive, um, you know, contribution to energy and locomotion. Um, so really, really important mechanism for efficiency of human movement. Um, so, so basically, what they try and do um, in this um, is to try and work out what is the preferred frequency for hopping um, for humans, and um, also try and work out um, at that preferred frequency how do humans hop. Um, so, is it a case that they, um, um, you know, they, they've got this preferred frequency um, and um, it's because of um, uh, minimization of uh, metabolic cost, um, uh, which is one of the uh, one of the things that they were interested in. They didn't measure that, as far as I could see from the paper directly, but they were they inferred that from uh, some of the um, uh, biomechanical uh, measures that they made. So, what did they do then to explore this um, hopping frequency and what sort of um, I guess what uh, factors uh, predicted or associated with it they tested four healthy um, participants that were young 20 to 22 years old and they got them to hop at uh, 1.2 to 3.6 hops per second okay so quite a range in hopping um, frequencies and um, they um, <clears throat> also gave them two instructions which I think is a really key and important part of the paper one instruction was just hop as you like do whatever you like 
um, you know, whatever is comfortable for you in those within those um, um, hopping frequencies. Or the other instruction was um, try within that frequency, stay within the frequency, but hop as high as you can. Okay. Um, now, what they found has um, is it has been sort of demonstrated in other hopping studies as well, and that is that humans tend to prefer to hop at about two to two point two. Um, hops per second. Okay, so they confirm that. I think the exact figure was 2.17 um, hops per second. Um, the other interesting thing that they found is when you go below that, it's not a hop anymore. It's basically more of a jump because you're stopping for too long when you go down. And um, the characteristics uh, of the ground reaction force are not the same as those of hopping so you don't get this maximal ground reaction force at the um, at the point where you're lowest in the hop so you've got the most excursion in your um, vertical in, in your center of mass you could say um, it doesn't uh, follow that uh, which is what you see with hopping so it's different it becomes different to a hop and they and they argue that um, humans prefer 2.2 because that's when you start to be able to make it into a hop and it's more efficient You're using your Achilles more um, as that passive energy supplier um, so that's really interesting so below 2.2 it sort of becomes less of a hop that was one of their major findings um, uh, then the other thing that they found is that um, uh, interesting finding was looking at the two different instructions that they gave them. So what they found is that basically uh, people choose, if you just give them a 2.2 uh, hops per second frequency and just tell them to hop, they'll do it in a way that um, minimizes metabolic cost. So they won't do it maximally. So if you just tell them just hop whatever is natural, whatever feels easy, they'll do it in a way which minimizes metabolic cost. And that generally is contracting the muscles slower that's the way to think about it the faster you contract your muscles the more metabolic cost there most likely will be um, so they talk about that in the paper which is interesting um, so people at 2.2 hertz they pretty much just hopped within themselves so their contact time was higher they had more time to then generate force on the ground and then hop um, whereas uh, when they had the instruction of hop as high as you can, there's two things, strategies they use to achieve that um, within a given um, hopping uh, frequency. And that was to decrease contact time and to increase vertical stiffness. So vertical stiffness, remember, is really just the um, ground reaction force divided by the amount of excursion in the center of mass or the amount of change um, in the center of mass. Um, so that's really interesting. So, so basically, vertical stiffness within a given contact, uh, within a given hop frequency, is a really important strategy to try and um, hop higher, um, hop better, hop with more power. But it costs more energy, so people don't generally choose to do it um, that way. Um, so that's interesting, and I think that sort of summarizes the key points that I wanted to make um, from the Farley paper. It's a really well-cited paper. It's one that people always cite for hopping. But I guess the key take-home for clinicians is um, think about um, your instructions when you're telling someone to hop. If you tell them to hop as high as they can versus just hop what is natural, 
what feels easiest for them. They're going to save metabolic um, energy and just hop within themselves with the uh, second instruction, okay? Um, so it just depends on what your outcome is for that particular hopping task that you're trying to give them. Um, and generally in rehab, we'll give a combination of different hops. And you'd expect over time they improve with both of them in terms of their efficiency. Alrighty, so look, thank you for that. Thanks for um, thanks for listening, and uh, I'll see you next time.